Welcome, everyone, to not an episode number six, the 2021-2022 Premier League Preview Program. Huzzah. Very excited for this conversation. I welcome to the show, a friend of the show, Ian Hanwacker, new friend of the show, uh, John Vert. He'll occasionally be called Al, just because uh, that's his name. But a uh, deep dive into a handful of topics on this particular uh, program. Uh, we talk about Messi because that's uh, top of the football mind, if you will. Before we get into the uh, look at the Premier League, uh, talking about the uh, you know the standard top four clubs that you usually see: City, Chelsea. Liverpool, United, blah, 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 blah. You know, the boring shit. Uh, we do a deep dive on Manchester United because Ian um, is a mega fan of Manchester United. Then we get into uh, a look at lowly Ipswich Town FC. I shouldn't say lowly. That's rude. Um, that is, uh, that's Al's club. Ipswich Town FC, the Tractor Boys, which is a terrible name. Just, I mean, honestly, I'm sure there's a meaning behind it. There are a bunch of fucking farmers, probably. I don't know, but don't know anything about Ipswich Town. I did a little bit of research prior to our conversation, so I have a very smidgen amount of info and knowledge, but not really. It's fake. Uh, John, however, knows fucking the ins and outs of the club. Uh, we do touch on West Ham uh, as much as I didn't really want to because they're frustrating as all hell. First time going into into European play this season, and we've done precisely zero. Not built any squad depth. Uh, don't have a fucking striker. We do have five fucking goalkeepers, so, you know, if, if something does happen and we need to put a keeper in central mid, we'll be fine. But, you know, so I'm very frustrated with West Ham. But what can you do? It, I did not know when I chose to follow the club that this would happen, that, that I would be uh, constantly angry <laughs> which kind of fits you know happily miserable uh as the, the the saying goes but i'm very pleased with the way that this conversation turned out as i said we we give our predictions we talk about uh, the upcoming season and uh, it was good so if you like soccer slash football please i i hope you do enjoy it if you don't uh, i hope you listen to it anyway uh, because you might learn a thing or two Specifically that it's a great game. Even though it's, you know, being run by filthy oligarchs and oil money, but whatever. Still a great game. Um, so here it is. Please enjoy uh, myself, Ian, and Al talking footy. Well, gentlemen, uh, <laughs> thank you both. Uh, for agreeing to be part of my um, stupid podcast. It's appreciated. Always, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I have a handful of things that I wanted to to talk about. And we can, uh, like I said, we can free ball it and kind of, um, you know, talk about a couple things and uh, hopefully get into, you know, talking about everyone's club and a bunch of other shit. How's that sound? Sounds yeah. good. Spoiler so, alert, I have not done any research on Ipswich, so I apologize, John. <laughs> I don't know anything about Ipswich. <laughs> when Dave sent over the agenda, I was like, who the fuck are these two guys? <laughs> that was my five minutes of research. Dude, that was those, is that a manager? I literally did. They've signed like 14 new players in the past two months. So I literally don't even know Ipswich, dude. It is absurd. I looked at the list. I'm like, Jesus hey, Christ, squad who depth. the fuck are these guys? Squad yeah, depth dude. matters, dude. Yeah, we'll get into it, though, dude. Is, are they League Two? 
All right, first of all, dude, you don't disrespect me like that. <laughs> league one, they're league one, currently tied for six. Okay. Who I won? didn't realize that the league kicked off, but that's awesome. Yep, oh, yeah, Saturday. They uh they actually drew at home in front of 21,000 fans for the first time having fans in over 24 months to the uh basically the the team expected to be relegated this year. So Okay. Yep. Well, how many games are there? 46. 42, I believe. Okay, well, 42 draws, 42 points means you're safe, so that's good. <laughs> tonight, well, tonight we got kicked out of the FL Cup, but... Oh, they we, lost? Oh, no. Let's just, let's just start with a better talk. <laughs> oh, Johnny. oh, no. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, don't, don't leave out that they, uh, that draw on Saturday was a, uh, a last-minute... Last-minute equalizer, yeah. Last-minute equalizer. I if switch or... Ipswich, yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. But let's, let's, you know, different topic. (laughs) We'll get to it. All right. Uh, I want to start with the obvious uh, talking point, which is um, messy, because I find the whole thing very interesting. One, because I can't believe that Barcelona fucked this up so bad that they let him leave. Two, I can't believe that the league would let him leave. Uh, and then three, especially because he didn't want to leave. So I- I'm kind of curious as to what you guys think about um, the whole situation. Something smells funny, to be honest with you, too. I don't understand how it got to this point. Something stinks, and I, I don't know re- really know what it is. So I'm curious Cal, you to hear your take thoughts. This? uh well dude what's your <laughs> again covid dude being locked down two basically two years a lot of conspiracy theories everywhere dude but yeah i don't get it like i mean i know barcelona is massively in debt but dude if you can't sell some of the players you have on hand that's just weird like you have a very large squad number that have been purchased for a lot of money and even if you take the loss, you still keep your best asset, dude. Like, what's crazy is um, I think I saw the other day that Barcelona is expected to lose over almost $46 million in revenue or, or whatever they use in Spain. Uh, just euros. through Messi leaving. Yeah, euros. Just, <laughs> just through Messi leaving, dude. Uh, so, I don't know. Very fishy. And I don't really like him going to PSG. Because now you're just gonna have a team that's gonna be beating every other team four to five zero every single time. Every single time, they they won't lose a game, and especially a guy who just won the Copa America. Like if you, I mean, if you expect to be greater than Maradona, you're gonna have to win the World Cup. And why are you gonna go to a league that's not really gonna make you keep you as competitive as you as you were at Barcelona? So I don't know. I'm uh, it's a shock to me. I think it's a shock to everyone, but it's interesting. Interesting how it unfolded. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like the writing was on the wall to a certain degree because he's done this song and dance with them like two or three times in the past, uh, I feel like. And I don't think there's been a league in La Liga or a club in Barcelona that's been more adversely affected during the pandemic. Uh, And I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, so I'm not necessarily surprised. I do agree with John that you kind of feel like in what seems like there's been like a fire sale for La Liga players, just like people trying to get them out to, uh, raise some type of revenue. I am a little surprised that they weren't able to hold on to him, but I think even, I think their president or whoever came out and said, Messi had agreed to the terms, but like if we had paid him that much, it would have put us in debt for the next like more debt for like the next 50 years. So at some point, you know, no one player is bigger than the club. So, I mean, for the financial stability of the club and to stop the bleeding from a revenue standpoint, revenue loss standpoint, like they're it's still probably for the better. I, I think they're still fucked. Like, uh... They were going through a rebuild anyway. I mean, I think they just spent, they just signed, they signed three players that roughly cost about what it would have cost to keep Messi. 
if I didn't realize that. I know they signed Memphis on a free, but I didn't. Who else right. have they signed? Uh, I mean, I, are I, you talking about wages plus transfer fees? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't even know who else they signed. It was Memphis and um, Sergio Aguero. No, he went to. Yeah, Aguero. No, Aguero, you're right. Yeah. It was Aguero. Okay. He's out for the first 10 Which weeks. I also, love got injured. I also love how he just picked up a two-month injury. I know. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And that he won't play. He he's not going to play for them. I you know a mysterious two month injury is going to turn into a, a twelve month injury, and then he's going to. I love somewhere. it though because now La Liga is wide open. Well, wide open. I mean, Real Madrid are the favorites, but like Atletico yeah, Madrid. I think um, Atletico is favorites this year. I would I would love that. I would imagine it would be great to see some some more parity in that league. To be honest, yeah. outside of this just is like. And not to go off talk about that's kind of the crazy thing, I guess, about Spanish soccer, dude, is like you look at those massive signings from those teams, and it's like, I mean, granted, the Premier League will splash out big money, like $120 for Jao Felix, $120 for Musa Dembele, paying like $80 million for like Artur. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy to me how they just, I feel like they spend out so much money, and that's why they're always turning into debt. But, is it a necessity thing? Do you think where you know they they have to overpay for players to 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 get them to to go there? Why the hell wouldn't somebody want to go to Spain? That doesn't make any sense to me. But there's got to be a sneaky. But reason it's to pay it. like I mean, you're paying like for Jao Felix's point of view. It's like he was 19, only having played at uh, his club in Portugal, unproven talent. Yeah, we're gonna. Oh no, he was nasty. He was hey, nasty. He was nasty at 19, only playing in the Portuguese league compared to Ronaldo. Yeah. It's like 17, 18 playing at Man United. Like mm. it's, I mean, $120 million for an unproven talent. Yeah. I think bit. he had played pretty well in Europe, though, in the European He was fantastic. He played on a really good Benfica club. He was he was excellent. Europa League, league, maybe Champions League. league. Would you have granted him $120 million value? No, but probably not. But that's my kind of my – the, the point of my question is overpaying for these guys, you know, because they had how many premier league teams were sniffing around Joe Felix and yeah. we're going to pay, I don't know, let's say 80. Yeah. So if, if somebody it's, swoops it's, in with 120 million, they're yeah. going to take it and off he goes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Um, the uh, the the whole thing with PSG today, like introducing Messi, uh, they showed him like doing his medicals. They showed him like actually just showing up uh, to the stadium. Uh, they're rolling out the fucking red carpet for this guy. It better. Uh, and and the thing <laughs> that 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 is funny to me is he's not taking the number ten shirt. He's gonna wear number thirty. Yeah, that was one of the first. I think that was the first squad number he had at Barcelona. Yeah, so I I'm like, okay, this he's is he trying to be like super humble guy when he first gets there and not take the number ten? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, ten is with Neymar, which like they're pretty good friends. So I, I don't think he's going there to ruffle feathers. No, I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, but how many games realistically do you think they actually lose, especially in that league where it's PSG, uh, Lille, Marseille's who okay. Won who won it last year? Lille. 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 Yeah. Monaco's, D and Monaco's decent, D. but Monaco's a mess. I would uh, say it's PSG, then Lille, then Lyon. I think Lille just beat PSG in the cup. Um, oh, the uh, France whatever cup the, whatever the Yeah, whatever the yeah. Com- equivalent of the community shield. Yeah. Um, they just beat them. So, I mean, they still, they sold some players, but they still, I mean, they still have, they still have a decent squad, but like, you know, PSG has probably had the best um, summer, obviously now with Messi. Yeah. But even before Messi, Sergio Ramos on a free, Jorginho, uh, yeah, Hakimi and Jorginho Wijnaldum. So like even just adding more depth, uh, I mean, they'll be able to rotate one through 11 really donnarumma donnarumma on a free i mean that's 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 crazy so even before (laughs) messi to be honest they i feel like they had the best summer but now with messi obviously they just knocked it out of the park Uh, yeah i mean i I find it i'd be hard pressed to choose a fixture on the list where i would say yeah they're gonna lose that Mm. if they stay healthy i swear for the first day after messi said or the Barcelona thing came out. I was like, dude, Messi's going to Man United. 
I'm kind of glad he didn't go. It would it would have yeah. been awesome to see him in the Premier League, but only one team would have the financial clout. That's City. Well, um, maybe Liverpool. maybe Chelsea. Liverpool. Maybe Chelsea. But with United already spending what they spent on Sancho and Veron, like there's no way they'd be able to. I mean, what he signed two years, 104 million. I think it's 30 million <laughs> euros a year. It's crazy. Like that. Like, yeah. And that's probably not even including add-ons and stuff like that, where if he makes one forward pass, he probably gets like an extra 10 million, <laughs> you know? So it, I, I'm glad he, he's, I would, it would have been awesome to see him in the premier league, but to be honest, I'm kind of glad he did it. Well, that's we'll always get beat up in that league. Like, is he going to do it on a cold Tuesday night at uh, Stoke? There you go. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I would I just think love to see him to... go up against, go up against Burnley. Just, yeah, <laughs> Sean Dice would oh, check really himself on me? with a fucking flying elbow in the messy. <laughs> I think he's he's not he's not big enough for that league. I think he no. get kind of beat up. Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah. All right. Speaking of which, um, let's talk about the Premier League. I'm very curious. First and foremost, I guess we could start uh, with City. And uh, what they've done thus far in basically just bringing in Jack Grealish and still having a hard on for Harry Kane. Uh, obviously, they, they have. I would say them and United probably have the most talent in the league. So do we see them repeating or do we see them? having issues with, you know, you know, too many guys that, that, especially if they bring in Harry Kane, too many guys that want the ball. If Harry Kane comes in, I feel like it's a lock. Like if they get a striker, the thing that if they don't get Kane, the thing that gives me hope is that um, really all they have is Gabriel Jesus. And I don't know, even though they did it for most of last year, I would find it hard for them to win it again in the manner in which they won it with a false nine, like not having a focal point in the, uh, in the attack, uh, I think could then bridge the gap. I, I think last year, Liverpool's injuries, United's lack of home form, Chelsea switching managers, um, two, three months into the season, whatever it was, I think Chelsea now signing Lukaku, um, Liverpool being back to health, although they don't have the depth, I think there's still – I still don't think United has caught City. I still think United needs to make more signings, but I do think it will be a more even uh, league if they do not – if City does not sign Harry Kane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty spot on, dude. Uh, the only thing I think for City, which might be their downfall, is I've been looking at – obviously who's been relegated and who's been promoted. And you have teams like Norwich coming up. You have teams like Barnsley coming up. They're both teams that I believe Norwich the year before had beat Man City. I don't think they did the double, but I think they might've beat them at least once two years ago. But you have Norwich and Barnsley coming up and they're both two teams that know, I think, how to play the Man City way and they know how to defend that type of style. So I think the points that you're going to be looking for at the end of the year, whether it's Man City or Man United, dude, it's literally the end of the bottom league teams. Like, can you beat Barnsley? Can you beat Norwich? Can you beat those teams? And uh, I think that's what's going to come down to. I think Man City is going to be way too strong for the top teams, like Chelsea included. But um, I don't know. I think it's going to be a bottom team type of feeder system that we're going to see. So it'll be interesting, dude. It's going to be a really good fucking year, especially with fans back. Yeah, that's the thing. I, that's why I kind of holding out hope because United's home form was terrible. I don't expect us to go beaten away again. Like that was incredible. But fans being back now and having fans back at Old Trafford, like even that preseason, you know, take as much as you want from preseason. But that win against Everton at Old Trafford with the fans, I mean, you could just tell that everyone was jacked up and ready to be back. And we fed off that. Um, and really. Bruno. Yeah, <laughs> that was a nasty free kick. But that's that's why I'm holding out hope. Uh, but if they do sign Kane, you know, I think it's going to be City at the top and then others for fighting for, for the top four. I, I really do see it that way. I don't think Kane's going to go, dude. But, that's uh, a lot of money. I, I, don't, I, I don't think he is either. 
you know, Fred, McTominay, Matic, Van de Beek in one of those roles. And then you could potentially play Pogba um, because Pogba now won't have to do as much defensive work because he has Varane covering him. And I like our back four. I like Wambasaka. I like Varane. I like Maguire. I like Luke Shaw. I still am worried about our center mid because I, I think that we still need to bring in a center defensive mid, a true center defensive mid. The only one that I really think that we have that could play that part is Nemanja Matic and he's old and his legs are, are going. Uh, So I, I think we can challenge, but I still worry about center mid. I'm fine with the attacking options that we have, I think Tony Marshall coming back is great, uh, but I still worry about him. I, I just still think he's way too inconsistent and mentally moody to be able to like be an effective player. He'll score a hat trick one game and then he won't score for the next ten games. So <laughs> that's my take. Uh, I do like our, I do like what we've done, but uh, I'm still worried about center mid. Hell of a take. John, you were laughing in the beginning of that. Why, yeah, why were you no, laughing? I'm still laughing, dude. You guys are fucked. <laughs> no, no chance, dude. I'm, but what's your about, what's your reason? Literally, well, literally three minutes ago, we were just talking about how stacked City is, and that Pep's got problems with who he can pick out of world class players, dude. Two to three, absolutely. Deep. Dude, you look at uh, Man City. You look at Chelsea. You look at Liverpool, dude. And man, and Man United's supposed to be the big four, dude. Like. I wouldn't I, – I, Man United, I think United's better than Liverpool right now. Liverpool has uh, no squad depth. I think squad depth is the biggest issue of my concern here, dude. And the second issue is that Man United, they know they need to get more players, and they've only gotten Veron, who I think is a good player, maybe not world-class. And they've gotten Sancho, who I think might be unproven until he gets into the Premier League, but – um, again, I just think I, I don't think Solskjaer quite has the purse to spend more than, than he can. So I don't know. I think there's a lot of dysfunction going on right now in Man United. Um, and I think it's going to be a tough season, dude. I, I, think, I think it'll be a tough I season. Think I still think Europa League is probably the eight. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. The fact that you don't think Varane is a world class player is kind of mind boggling. Did you see him in the Champions League against PSG? the two uh, mistakes he gave up to lose the Champions League semifinals, individual mistakes. Yeah, I mean, players make mistakes. <laughs> you I, look at – if you're going to judge a player on two mistakes in a Champions League semifinal, then what about the four Champions League titles that he won with Real Madrid? With Sergio Ramos. Marcelo, yeah, with Sergio Ramos, yeah. He is. Keller he does. With he does players around him, dude. He does very well when he has a what center David back partner call his name? who's uh, Dean Henderson's going to start. But Varane shows that he's better when he doesn't have to be the alpha when he has a center back partner that can lead that. And that's Harry Maguire for you. Uh, so I think Varane's our best signing. I would put him ahead of, of Sancho. Uh, but I think no, I think it's gonna be tough. I I do. I'm am I worried about not finishing in the top four? No, no, not necessarily because outside of City, Chelsea, Liverpool, and United, like who else is really gonna be challenging? West Ham. Nuno and Spurs. Leicester Nuno might just because they're sneaky. But that's true. That, you know what? I'm yeah. forgetting about Leicester, and Leicester yeah. always plays us tough. Right. Um, and they play those top four teams tough as well. So I, you know, uh I would still feel pretty confident about getting in the top four if the squad stays as is. Uh, but I, I think we do need more signings. I'll agree with you there. I, I think we need more in the middle of the park. But uh, with the pandemic, I don't think we we would have to sell players first in order to be able to raise any funds to be you able got players to, to sell to anyone. I know. No, yeah. I know. I know. And it's like Cavani, you know, I don't think he'll be able to play week in, week out. Uh, so our backup is Martial or you push Greenwood up, but it's, um, yeah. So is, um, uh, uh, what's the, uh, Nigerian guy who for United, the striker. Oh, he, he left, he went back to Shanghai. 
uh, Odie and Agalo. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> he went back like a year ago. Yeah. Was it a year I mean, ago? No. Yeah. End I think of the it was, season, right? I think it was the end of last season. They didn't have, he didn't play this on their team this season. Hmm. They didn't renew the loan. Um, all right. Anyways, listen. Um, fuck Spurs. Fuck Arsenal. I don't particularly care about either of those two clubs. I, you know, I don't really care about Chelsea either. <clears throat> um, but getting Lukaku back, Lukaku, Lukaku uh, is huge. That's massive. That's huge. Just because he's excellent. It kind of fucks Timo Werner, but I'm curious to see how that plays out because it, you know, what, what did he do all last season? I, nothing besides he was a meme reel. I don't think I don't think Timo I don't think yeah I don't think Timo Werner's best position is through the middle. Probably not. I think he's better out wide. Yeah. The the manager, the the change from Mourinho, uh, I thought would would be good for him, and it it wasn't. Didn't really change anything. And like John said, he just became a meme rail, especially towards the end of the season. And I that might just be a straight. Psychology thing, it yeah, just could be fucked up between the years. Who knows? I mean, you you think of Chelsea, what they can do now. I mean, their best focal point for their attack was Olivier Giroud, and they looked pretty good when Giroud would play. And now you think about the upgrade that they would get with Lukaku, who can hold up the ball, can link up play, is quick. Like you just think about what they can do with him. Once that signing does go through, like. I think a lot of people will end up predicting Chelsea finishing second. At least that's what I've seen. And I wouldn't right now disagree with them. No, I mean, if it wouldn't surprise me. You look um, at the spine of that team, Lukaku <laughs> up top, Conte in the middle with whoever, Jorginho, Kovacic, and then Thiago Silva, you know, Kurt Zuma, Andreas Christensen. If, you, if Tuchel still sticks with three at the back, Chilwell, Reese James, like, I mean, they have, they have Mason Mount. I mean, they have pretty much everywhere. They have depth as well. So that's a Premier League winning team right there, dude. They could challenge. They could absolutely challenge. Um, And Tuchel has a pretty good track record so far against City with Chelsea. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's going to be fun, dude. I can't wait. I just can't wait. It's hard to believe it kicks off on Friday. Yeah. yeah. They literally get no time off. <laughs> it's no, crazy. <laughs> they don't. They're paid very well. So <laughs> yeah. no, no vacations for you. Side, right. <laughs> yeah. John, so as uh, both Ian and I uh, have revealed, we know nothing uh, about Ipswich other than their, um, you know, their they fine tractors. Yeah. The, the <laughs> Self their, their wonderful shirt sponsor being a, uh, you know, international pop sensation. Worldwide global superstar. There you go. Yes. Give us give us a uh, an overview of Ipswich if they will challenge um, you know for promotion or if they will be struggling to stay in League One. Or what your realistic expectations are, like what your hope is and then they won't like... be struggling to be at relegation of League One. There you go. Yeah. But uh, first of all, yeah, so they're uh, basically they're in southwest England, but they back in the 80s won the basically the Champions League twice. They've won the Premier League or they've won the first division. They got promoted to the Premier League in the first year in the Premier League in 2000. They finished in fourth place, went to Juventus, beat Juventus, Inter came to their place, Portman Road. We beat them. Uh, so they've had a very storied past. Recent struggles in the past 15 to 20 years, uh, League One, but we basically just got taken over by uh, the Arizona Police and Firefighters uh, Retirement Fund. Funny enough. Wait, what? Yep. That's worth about $10 billion. $10 billion. Taxpayer money? Yes. So they. they, Wow, hey, uh, side note. The investment advisors have taken this over from the previous owner, uh, Marcus Evans. <laughs> so this summer, we've sold off 90% of our team. We have four players left, and we brought in 15 players. 
All Holy championship shit. caliber or better, including Louis Berry from Aston Villa. That kid's a beast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is Andre Dozel still there? So Andre got sold for 1.2 to QPR. And then our other really good young kid, Flynn Downs, just got sold at Swansea for a million pounds. So we've okay. spent out about three, but brought in about three and a half FFP. Um, but basically, we've got a really fucking stacked team now in League One. We are Bookie's favorite to win promotion. But first game was a draw, as I mentioned earlier. And today we just lost in the EFL Cup round one. 1-0 to Newport County. So, I don't think Newport County. Matters, I don't think the EFL. Oh, dude, I don't it's, think it's it's no. all gelling. It's all gelling process, dude. The, exactly. The new coach Paul Cook that we have, dude. He's a very inspirational guy. So I expect automatic promotion. similar to Ted Lasso. Very. Yeah. He's, he's basically uh, the uh, side note here. I did not know about the um, Phoenix police yeah, and fire. I had no uh, idea. That's down. very interesting. Well, so and that's and I'm fairly certain. The uh, Department of Justice just opened up an inquiry into the Phoenix Police Department uh, for a, a number of different, uh, you know, policing violations and being, you know, general shitbags. So I'm very curious to see how this plays out. Doesn't affect very interesting. Them, but uh, <laughs> no, that's, so basically, the same investment group that bought Ipswich also owns the Phoenix Rising. Right, that I knew. And then, and that uh, guy isn't there. Uh, who's the guy that's like the Brett oh, Johnson? Fuck. Yes, that guy. Uh, he's an interesting cat. Yeah, uh, I mean it's 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 just good though, dude. It's good to have. So he basically brought in the um, the CEO of Bristol City, who's turned out um, Ollie Watkins. He's he's done very well for Bristol City. He's now the CEO of Ipswich, hmm. and uh, it just feels good, dude. It's like literally like it's a whole new breath of air, dude. It's it's amazing. It's Our previous owner we'd had for fifteen years. Kind of like who was uh, who's the Hammers owners? Uh, the Dildo Brothers. The Dildo Brothers, yes, a yep. very affluent group. But yep. uh, it's just it was a lot of challenges in the last 10, 15 years, and it's just good mm. to have the owners a fresh face. And you boy, know. am I jealous! Yeah, I could not be more jealous. Yeah, uh, you know we have we have three people uh, running <laughs> Dude, our Dildo team. Dildo Brothers got me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was not expecting that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, that's who they are. Like they made their they, they made their money yeah. Yeah. with sex toys and lingerie. That's how they fucking made their money in Birmingham yeah, City. The hammers. That's right. <laughs> uh, they are inept. Uh, they love to fucking tell stories. They love. I, I I don't want to I don't want to call them liars. Because it's it's kind of a shitty thing to do, like as a sports fan, like oh the fucking owners lie. It's cheesy, but you know they came out at the end of last season and said, oh we you know we're we're finally in Europe, things are looking good. We're gonna give the manager fifty to eighty million dollars to spend, or whatever. Uh, and he has spent nothing, uh, literally nothing. They, they have a new keeper. Yeah, uh, Ariola from Fulham PSG on loan back up to Fabianski. Yeah, but I mean, th- theoretically, he should challenge, uh, no, but he's still, I mean, Fabianski's, yeah, but he's old. I think True. he's going to be, th- I think he's 34, 33, or 34. Um, the problem is they have no depth now, they're going to be playing Thursday, Saturday multiple times a year, uh, multiple times in the first few months of the season. And it's going to be a struggle. Your backup center, uh, you know, defensive midfielder is Mark Noble. (laughs) As much as I love the man to death, that is not going to work, especially if you have, if, if Declan Rice goes down, uh, the team is fucked. If Antonio goes down, the team is fucked. Um, they're trying to bring in another center back. They've been flirting with a bunch of different players. What's and issue? Are they just trying to be like, are they scouting no. within England or are they going international? It's just not working out. Like it, it's, you know what happened? They got very lucky with the Czech league last year where they brought in uh, um, Thomas yeah. Suchek and they brought in uh, Vladimir Kofal, who, both of those guys were cheap 
and they ended up being fucking fantastic players for them. Flip so side, I think flip I think they yeah that the center back from Argentina. Who's that at number four? Oh, um, no, I think he's Paraguay. I think yeah, he's Paraguayan, and he's gone. He's gone. What was that signing, dude? But I mean, it's El Comandante. They they got a little. <laughs> Got in on his name alone, dude. Yeah, nice job. I've never played soccer before, but they call me El Comandante. I don't remember his real name, but I do remember El yeah. Comandante. <laughs> oh, uh, Bal- oh, Balbuena. 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 Yes, okay. Fabian Balbuena. Uh, I'm an old man. My brain doesn't... Didn't work. they sign another guy from the Czech League? No, they've been chasing a bunch okay. of guys from the Czech League. I thought they had signed someone else. Uh, maybe been, that hasn't gone through. There was um, there was a guy playing at the Euros for the Czech Republic. I feel like striker, uh, Schick. No, no, not no, not Schick. No, he no, he was no, like no, another no. center defensive mid or defensive minded player. They're close. They're close with um, uh, Nikola Milinkovic from Fiorentina. I think. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, United was, I think. So they're very close, and it's it's always the same thing you see every day is that they're edging closer. It's like enough fucking edging every dude on the planet. All right, leave it alone. Just fucking sign somebody oh, because yeah, it's getting got, it's uh, getting stupid. You guys Fuck. got like you guys got Craig Dawson from Watford. And go. and you know what, Craig Dawson was terrific. He was for awesome. what he was, but you can do better. You're gonna be fucking playing in Europe. You need to do a little bit better than that. That's the problem. I do worry for West Ham. I do. Yeah. Well, so it's going to be tough. I mean, they they definitely need a striker. The good thing is, the one thing that they have been doing very well in, I'll give them credit, is building up the academy. They they signed a lot of youth players this year, this mm. summer. Um, so I mean, I don't. They haven't said that they're trying to get back to the old, you know, academy of football nonsense and trying to to do that. But I mean, if that's what they're trying to do, they can at least sort of let the supporters know instead of saying, "Hey, we have." 50 million pounds to spend and then not spend a dime it's very frustrating especially after the season that we had which was a great season it was fucking fantastic yeah and and to sort of go into this year with more or less the same club it's going to be different difficult especially once we get uh to the europa league and playing those thursday saturday games those are tough yeah it's gonna be so fucking hard um, but they need a striker desperately, even if it's just someone that they can count on to, to play 10, 15 minutes a, a game to spell the guy with the fucking gimpy hamstrings, who is a monster. But if he gets hurt, he's fucked. So surprised they didn't go after Tammy Abraham more seriously. They were talking. I mean, that was something probably just too up. expensive. Well, he ended up going, I think like he went to Rome. million. Was it, was it 34? Like 30. I don't know if it was. But it was 30 it was something. Or, yeah. yeah it was. Um, and then there's, um, who else have been talking about lately? Uh, Andrea Bellotti. Um, From Torino. Yeah. There was somebody else too. But he I mean, they, good you know, in the Euros. Yeah. He looked terrific. He's a good player. Great numbers. But I mean, it's going to be, you know, Torino will have him valued at 32. West Ham will come in and say, oh, we'll give you a 23. And then they'll fucking be like, oh, we made an effort. We tried and nothing will, will come of it. That's, that's the West Ham way now is we get really close. Is that down to the owners or is that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, so buy more dildos. All right. <clears throat> um, so prediction time. I'm curious your top four. Um, and then I'm curious who you think is going to be uh, your surprise club this season all right well, we'll kick it over to al to predict his and we all know that he has united finishing in the relegation zone so go ahead <laughs> they won't be up there uh, uh does it have to be in an exact win. order no. uh, not, i mean if you want to do an exact order that's fine let's do it order all right <laughs> uh i think chelsea first dude i'm gonna go wow. chelsea first and city second third uh, oh, it's gonna pain him to say this. Lester, dude. <laughs> wow. Okay. Lester third. 
Even uh, with Fofana being injured? Wow. I mean, he wasn't much of an... Uh, was arguably their best center back. Uh, fourth top... Uh, no, I'm not going to say it. Man, Don't you dare. Don't I'm you fucking dare. Fuck, yeah, I'm not going to fuck around. All right, fourth. So you have Liverpool outside the top four? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fourth, All right, man. Liverpool, our fourth Manchester United. And then... Um, Surprise pick will probably be. I like, dude. I like Norwich to stay up this year, even though I'm a Switch hmm. fan. I think Norwich is going to stay up this year. Okay. So that's your surprise team. Yeah, to stay up is going to be Norwich. I like that. That's good. Ian. <sighs> um. I will say. I'll go City. I'll go City first. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Come on. Uh, I'll go City first. Uh, United second. Chelsea third. Liverpool fourth. Jeez. And then no, surprise team. They're only in the Champions League this year because Allison scored a header in the 95th minute. <laughs> they're fucked. They have no squad depth, but I think like Van Dyke being back and Joe Gomez being back and Jordan Henderson being back, like once the spine of that team left or were injured, like you know, I mean, they did a great job though to even scrape in i mean they only finished a few points behind united i mean that's so i still worry about their squad depth but i think that they have enough to be able to to finish in the top four um and i honestly feel like you could flip flop two through four uh well, they got that um they got that big dude canate or whatever from, yeah ibrahima canate from mm-hmm. rb leipzig like just even more depth um and that i mean talk about pure athleticism my surprise <laughs> team um Oh, that's a good one. I am. I'm going to go with Aston Villa. Oh, you fucking asshole. Yes. <laughs> I was going to go with Spurs. I was like, everyone's writing off Spurs. Rightfully. If they so. hold on to Harry Kane. I think Nuno could, could do a decent enough job, but I, I love what Aston Villa has done in the, the transfer market. Um, they have signed mm-hmm. some quality, quality players. They look solid defensively. Emmy Martinez, one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League based off of last season. I think they have a solid look about them and they have depth in every single position and they may not even be done, um, especially, you know, having just gotten up a hundred million pounds for Jack Grealish. So I'll say Aston Villa for my surprise team. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Massive ding dong. <laughs> uh, I'm going City, United, Chelsea, Leicester. It's switch. <laughs> I, I was going to say automatic promotion through his hurt. Uh Villa was my surprise. <laughs> Fuck. I really think, man, oh, man. No, you got to choose another team. No, I can't. No, no, no copycats. Um, Fuck. Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Okay. With Patrick Vieira at the helm. Um, They'll be better. I think they might, you know, they'll, they'll challenge for top half. Oh, top half. Yeah. For sure. I think West Ham wins Europa and then gets relegated. Um, (laughs) The first champions league team in the the championship. championship. (laughs) Yep. I mean, it would be very fitting. Um, I think the bottom three, I think Newcastle goes down. I think Southampton goes down. And I think uh, Brentford goes down. Really? Southampton and Newcastle? Yeah. Newcastle's a fucking shit show. Newcastle, I think I could see them going down. Although I mean, they just I signed Joe Willick. Joe Willick is a very good player. But they're, a, but they're Steve a, Bruce. Yeah. Uh, they're an ungodly mess. Uh, really? Southampton? Yeah. It's just, I'm not, I'm not sold on anything they've done. And then, I mean, I think Danny Yang's forced his way out of there, more or less, but. I mean, I mean, they're about to sign Adam Armstrong, who has no Premier League experience, but uh, he's put up pretty good numbers consistently in the championship for yeah, Blackburn. But no, I agree with you. But I, I think there are other teams that, uh, you know, you know, I, I would put in the relegation zone ahead of Southampton. 
I'm I think you're going to see uh, Everton. In the relegation zone? Not in the relegation zone, but they're not going to be doing well, dude. Well, luckily they don't have to play United or Old Trafford every weekend, so they're in with a chance, but. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't know. That's just a team that I just do not see any type of solidarity. You know the quality that they have? They have so much quality. That's the thing, dude. No solidarity. Carlos Ancelotti comes for a year. He says, fuck it, I'm going to go to Real Madrid. Well, I, I think anyone would. Kind of a step up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, but why, I don't think Rafa Benitez is. in the first place if you're, like, you're already kind of set on board. He goes yeah, yeah, I mean, Rafa Benitez, time. Benitez is a good manager, right? He's yeah. a hell of a manager. Uh, I think Liverpool is going to be um, dog shit this year. Maybe it's just because I want them to be dog shit, but, um, you know, the, the depth isn't there. They're not going to spend. You know, their owner is a douchebag. And yeah, so he's he's done. The, the thing with John Henry is that he's done what he wanted to do, which is win one title uh, and then live and off Champions that. League. Yeah. yeah and win and then live off of that until he can sell and, and make LeBron James a bunch of money. So that's that's the whole goal with Liverpool. And I don't think they're going to be doing much. I, you know, I could be dead wrong, but. And the way that uh, that team plays, just like constant pressing. I yes. Mean, you could, that's not to say that led to injuries last year, but I mean. It probably contributed. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'd agree with you. Squad depth will be will be critical for, for Liverpool. But if they can get anywhere back to what they were doing in their title winning season, even if it's like, you know, for a few games here and there, I mean, you know, I would definitely put them in the top four, but I do worry yeah. about their squad depth. Plus, I think Jordan Henderson is terrible. So. Really? Agreed. No, I agree with you at this point. Not at a this fan. point in his career, that's right. And yeah, especially now. He's 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 done. Donezo. Get him on the okay. table. Boys, well, you know, take him behind the barn, shoot him behind the ear. No one will know. Give him a little slap on the ass, and there he goes. There you go. <laughs> uh, boys, this has been terrific. It's been real, dude. Dude, absolute pleasure. All right, boys. All right, appreciate it. See y'all later, all right? See y'all later, all right?